This is the ActiveX Back Show from Edinburgh, Scotland's vibrant capital. Hosted by award-winning registered osteopath, author and all-round pain guru, Gavin Routledge. If you want relief or prevention of lower back pain or sciatica, and you want to be healthier, keep listening. The following programme should not be taken as medical advice, but for informational purposes only. Friends, sufferers, fellow humans, lend me your ears so that I may whisper into them in order to ease your lower back pain and or sciatica. Today's episode is entitled How to Get Your Socks On with Back Pain or Sciatica. In this episode, you will learn why getting your socks on in the morning is such a big deal, the role of inflammation and disc swelling, the value of warming up or just waiting, and how to actually do it. Let's dive straight in. So why is getting your socks on in the morning such a big deal? Um, Well, this ties in with uh, part two, which is the role of inflammation and disc swelling. So let's, I obviously haven't thought this one through very well. Let's dive into the role of inflammation and disc swelling. So if you have lower back pain and or sciatica, and particularly if you have sciatica, it's very common that this is related to some degree of inflammation in the small of your back. Now, it doesn't matter what the origin of that is or what the tissue is, whether it be muscle, ligament, disc, tendon, whatever it may be, there is a good chance that you have some chronic inflammation or indeed acute, so chronic meaning long-lasting, more than 12 weeks, and acute meaning less than six weeks. So acute and chronic refer to duration. They don't refer to severity. Just thought I'd clear that misunderstanding up for you. Uh, And of course, we've got a gap there, six to 12 weeks. We refer to that as subacute. So swelling, inflammation. There is a good chance you have some inflammation down at the bottom of your back. And that inflammation tends to build up when you stay still, unfortunately. So staying still in bed, very commonly the inflammation will worsen. And people who have arthritis know this. So itis is inflammation, arth of the joints. So people who have uh, arthritis very commonly feel stiff and sore in their joints first thing in the morning. And that's simply because the inflammation has built up overnight while you've been staying still. And the same can apply to your lower back problem. So inflammation can be a factor. Now, the other big factor here is if you do have a problem with one of your discs, particularly if that is what we would call a disc herniation. Now, by discs, I'm referring to the cartilaginous intervertebral discs. So we'll have more on that in a different podcast episode. So I'm not going to dive into the anatomy and physiology of your discs. But in essence, they sit between the vertebrae and the bones in your back. And they, the intervertebral discs have a very, well, essentially, they have no direct blood supply. So they get their uh, nutrition by perfusion from the bone above and the bone below, both of which do have good arterial blood supplies. And that exchange of fluids is pretty slow. But what happens overnight is when you decompress the disc, so when you are lying down and therefore there is a lower compressive load on the disc, 
the disc essentially absorbs more fluid. So it swells. That's why you are tallest first thing in the morning, or at least first thing after you've been lying down for several hours. You may notice when you get into the car seat in the morning that your head brushes the roof, whereas towards the end of the day, you're maybe a good quarter or half inch short of the roof of the car. And that's the reason that your discs absorb fluid overnight, which is all good and well, except that if you have a swelling on the side of the disc, if you have a bulging disc, a disc herniation, the herniation is likely to get bigger overnight as well. And if that herniation is sitting right next to one of the nerves at the bottom of your back, one of the tributaries of the sciatic nerve, then unfortunately you are likely to have more sciatic pain first thing in the morning because the bulge is bigger, it pushes on the nerve more and irritates it more. So very commonly people are a lot worse if they have a disc herniation are a lot worse first thing in the morning. Interestingly, when you have a full-blown prolapse, when that part of the disc has fully detached from the main part of the disc, that frequently isn't the case because um, the detached part of disc doesn't necessarily, well, it certainly won't directly benefit from the swelling of the whole disc because it's now detached from it. So I often see people whose um, sciatica is worse first thing in the morning and they tend to be people who have disc bulges, disc herniations, but those whose sciatica is not worse thing in the morning, but is otherwise pretty debilitating often, uh, it's because their disc has fully prolapsed, so that part of the disc has actually detached from the main section of the disc. So that is the role of inflammation and disc swelling in causing you to feel particularly bad first thing in the morning. And because of that, it can be nigh on impossible to get your socks on in the morning. And it can be a huge deal. I have been through this myself in the past, many years ago. Um, if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you'll know I had a disc prolapse in my early 20s, which bothered me on and off for, well, pretty much seven years until I started taking my own advice. I'm a slow learner. Um, so getting your socks on in the morning can be a huge deal, particularly if your pain is worsened by bending forwards. It's what we call flexion intolerant. And if you want to know or get a sense of what kind of lower back pain and or sciatica you have, you can do so on our website active-x.co.uk. If you go to resources, uh, you will find, uh, I think it's referred to as Axbot or Chatbot. And go to that page, you can engage with a chatbot which was programmed by me and will give you an evaluation of your pain and more importantly, an output to help you to recover from your pain. So send you a special report specifically tailored um, to based on the answers that you have provided and one of the elements of that is um, analyzing whether you are worse for bending forwards or bending backwards or doesn't really make any difference. Many many people are worse for bending forwards especially those with disc herniations and prolapses um, or particularly disc herniations because the disc tends to bulge backwards and so as you bend forwards it bulges more backwards impacts on the nerve and causes you more pain. 
Combine that with the swelling of the disc overnight and the increase in inflammation, and this is why getting your socks on in the morning can be a nightmare, because generally most of us try and bend forwards to put our socks on. But this is a bit of a no-no. Excuse me while I um, lubricate the old throat. <clears throat> so that's why, uh, why getting your socks on in the morning is such a big deal. And that brings us to point three, the value of warming up or just waiting. By not, not trying to bend forwards first thing in the morning is probably a sensible strategy if bending forwards is really painful to do. And that takes me way back to the first six episodes of this podcast, our sort of foundation episodes, where I first introduced you or anybody who was listening to my number one rule, use it but don't abuse it. Potted version, if you bend forwards and it hurts, you should not be bending forwards or at least not in that way. So don't bend forwards first thing in the morning if it is very painful to do so. It will almost certainly um, give you a short-term increase in your pain, but it could actually prevent you from healing as rapidly as you would have otherwise had you not bent forwards. Man, that sounds clumsy. Um, but just don't do it. So take your time in the morning, forget the socks, uh, just slide your feet into slippers, pad around for a while, wait until the inflammation has dulled down a bit, some of the um, swelling of the disc has been squeezed out, which can usually happen fairly quickly for many people, certainly within an hour or two. So um, it's not exactly warming up, but you could do some warming up exercises. So you could get down on the floor and do some cat camel. Again, always within the limitations of pain. So avoid any exercises and movement that is sore to do, but otherwise movement is a good thing. So just get your back moving, loosen it up, warm it up gently, and essentially wait until your pain is, um, has lessened before attempting the old socks. Which brings me to how do you actually get your socks on when your lower back or sciatica is very painful, um, particularly first thing in the morning. Okay, so what you could do is start by just lying back down again. Uh, that decompresses your lower back, takes the load off, whether you have a disc problem or not. Um, it's often easier to be lying down. And in that position, you might find that you can bend your knee up far enough that you can get the sock possibly lassoed over your foot. And that would be one way to do it, is simply staying lying down to get your socks on. Uh, you usually find that one, one foot is harder than the other because uh, most lower back problems tend to be worse on one side than the other. So that can be, uh, could be the case. You might find that, oh, look, I've got my left sock on and then really struggle to get the right one on. You will look slightly odd if you go out like that. But uh, I have seen a few patients over the years who've come in sockless. And in fact, one gentleman in particular who did come in with only one sock on. Uh, it was such a palaver he discovered getting that sock on that uh, he decided not to bother with the other one and equally he realised it was going to be damn painful to try and get that one off. So he just went with the one sock look for the day. So lying down is one option uh, to get your sock on. 
The other element to this is the power of bracing, and I've covered this in a previous podcast episode, is abdominal bracing. So before you initiate the movement, so before you bend your knee up towards you, just gently, uh, well, uh, gently, depends, depends how much pain you're in, you essentially brace your abdominal muscles and the way to do that is just imagine a small child is going to punch you in the stomach and you tighten everything up. So you tighten up those abdominal muscles, which in turn will tighten up your lower back muscles and help to stabilise your lower back before you initiate the movement and keep those muscles braced while you do the movement uh, all the way through. And then once you've completed the movement, put your foot back down again, then relax. Now, that will not work for everybody, but it's definitely worth a try and probably, it's the old 80-20 rule, probably helps about 80% of my clients with um, severe lower back pain and sciatica. So the power of bracing, lying down is an option. If you're going to sit up, often sitting is a big problem, particularly combining sitting with bending forwards. That's essentially because you're maximally flexing the disc and, and stretching the back of it, which is usually where the tear is. But even if you don't have a disc problem, it's frequently a problem sitting and bending forward. So you might be better off standing on one foot, leaning against a wall and experiment with, you know, possibly even bending that the knee so that your foot comes up behind you. Now, I know that might be a really tricky position in which to get your sock on, but I have achieved it in the past, uh, ideally with a wide-necked sock, um, because I'm not flexible enough to use two hands in that position. I've, sorry, you can probably hear me scuffing around in the background. I'm actually trying the, the, the movement as I speak. But yeah, I have managed to do that, but I'm a little bit prone to cramping my hamstrings. So um, yeah, you, that's something you don't want to experience is uh, severe sciatic pain and then cramping your opposite hamstrings uh, is um, yeah, pretty awful. You may feel just like going back to bed and not bothering if that happens to you. So there we have it. Uh, well, that, I've covered why getting your socks on in the morning is such a big deal, the role of inflammation and disc swelling, the value of warming up or just waiting a while, and how to actually do it. I mentioned earlier in this episode, do use our free online assessment to work out which exercises are the best for the relief of your back pain. You can find that at uh, all the W's, active-x.co.uk. And within that free online assessment, we will send you the relevant exercises. Please listen to the first six episodes of this podcast, which will give you the foundational approach that we take in helping you to relieve and prevent lower back pain and sciatica. And ultimately, please, we rely on this. Give us a review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thank you very much and see you again soon. Thanks for listening to the ActiveX Back Show. If you found this helpful, please pass along our web address to your friends and colleagues, active-x.co.uk. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you have any questions related to lower back pain or sciatica, send them in and Gavin will aim to answer them in future episodes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at ActiveX Backs.